Break it down for Bracken's podcast. Let me tell you what is happening today. We are in the first hours of our very first borderline professional studio. Comfortable chairs, and, and picture this, comfortable chairs, swanky little tables that I got at TJ Maxx, a desk, some computer screens. I am over the moon excited to actually be in my own space. And thank you to City National Bank who let us use their conference room so many times. Thank you to Jenny Brackens who was kind enough to let me use the dining room or outside in the patio or by the pool. Every place that we've been ever able to record has been awesome, but we are finally in my very own Break It Down for Brackens podcast studio. Today we have Crystal Smith. Crystal Smith is the owner of Crystal Clear Business Strategies. Crystal, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. So number one, your space, super cool. And I'm so excited to be here. So first podcast from this space. You are. It's amazing. I love it. And so if you guys get the opportunity to come down and have an interview and spend some time with Kevin doing a podcast, you got to come check out the space. I'm honored to be here. So thank you for having me. That's really sweet. It's So the new office is in the Blackwell property management uh, office suite and I'm really pumped that Patrick is uh, working with me on this and he's a real sport for letting me rent it. So Crystal, let's get started. Tell me about yourself. You want to hear all about me. Um, So I am a grandmother. Okay. I have four grandbabies. Amazing. Brian, I'm sorry, Mason. Brian's my son. Mm -hmm. Mason. Edda, Addie, and Juju, and two amazing kids. I'm a mom, Brian and Stephanie, and I am a lover of family and the Lord and kind of have a thing for business too. Yes, you definitely yeah, do. do. You definitely do. I feel like we're very similar. Um, so tell us about your background professionally. What eventually led you to uh, being a coach? I was in commercial lending for 16 years. So I worked with lots and lots and lots of small business owners. And during that career, I found myself really coaching as much as I was lending, right? So I would get these tax returns and I would look at it and say, well, your revenue increased 40%, but your net income's negative. Like, how does that happen? Or your payroll went up 40%. Like, who did... Who did you hire and how much are we paying them and how do I get on your payroll, right? Right. So all through the years, I was more of an advisor. I mean, my specialty was lending, medical, dental, buy-ins, buyouts, equipment, real estate, lines of credit. So um, I loved that role. It gave me the opportunity to meet a lot of cool business owners. I ended up strategizing with them or they would call me and say, hey, I need a CPA or a bookkeeper so I could connect people and I love to do that and so through those years I met a business coach and when we met I didn't really know what business coaching was right I knew what business consulting was and there's a difference right so well well, later on we'll define what the difference is okay okay. Um, so I meet this business coach and I didn't really know what he did he just said he helped people run better businesses really And I got a referral for what I thought was going to be slam dunk, big loan. You know, we have loan goals. By the way, those of you who uh, are working with a banker, they have loan goals. So they want to give you money. Right. 
So I have these loan goals, a couple million a month I need to do in loans, right? And I get referred to this, what I think is an enormous company. Like if Walmart needed a stoplight put there, they're the company that would drill, put up the stoplight, do all the things, right? So I'm super excited. I'm like, I'm going to do one loan this month and I'm going home. Nice. Done, right? And so I go out to this complex, true story. I go out to this complex and it is, is acres and acres and acres of buildings and one truck. And I was like, wow, these guys get up and at it early. It was 7.30 in the morning. So I walk in. There is a guy, big burly man is what I call him. Mm-hmm. There was big burly man, a desk, and a mattress. And the, that was the look on my face, Kevin. I wish you guys could see the look on Kevin's face right now. <laughs> it's a look of shock. And so it's just me. And this was before we had cell phones and electronic calendars and all that. So nobody really knew where I was. I had it in my paper calendar with me. So I'm in the middle of nowhere in this huge complex with me, burly guy, desk, and a mattress. And so I stopped. I wouldn't even go in the door. I just said, you know, before we talk business and loans, I just need to kind of know what's going on here. Big burly guy tears up, starts crying. Big burly guy crying, me, middle of nowhere. And I was like, oh my gosh, what did I say? Maybe as narcolepsy, you know, I'm horrible. <laughs> so he said, you know, had to let the majority of my team go. It's tough right now. I'm working, you know, 20 hours a day. I sleep here. I have one admin left. I'm trying to run everything. I feel like we're getting ready to lose our house. Like it is, it's bad. Well, I'm a lender who needs good credit, good cash flow, right? And so I said, well, I can't help you. You've already told me like we don't have cash flow. We don't have credit, but I got this guy. I don't really know what he does. He helps businesses be better. Maybe he can help you. So I sent an email introduction and, you know, made that connection and didn't really think a whole lot about it and went on, you know, to do lending. Well, every time somebody would say to me, you know, or I'd ask them the question, why did your revenue go up, but your net income's down? Or why is your client base growing, but you're not profitable? Why are you working 90 hours a week? Like there's got to be, go get just a job and work 40 and make more money, right? right? So I'd have those conversations and I would just say, well, who's your business coach? And at the time, nobody, they were like me. They're like, what's a business coach? And I'm just saying, well, who do you strategize with and plan and project and, you know, work on your business with? And they said, oh, I'd love to have that person. Since I got this guy, I really sounded like a shady car salesman. Sure, yeah. True story. Got this guy. So I would introduce him to this coach and it became this amazing relationship because if they came to me and didn't qualify for a loan because of cash flow, credit, whatever the challenge was, they would go to the business coach. They would work with him for like a year. They would come back to me and I would get the loan. Yeah, and you know, right. nice. Yeah. I like my loan goals, yeah, get right? referrals, yeah. And I was helping them in another way that I didn't think I could help them as a banker. So over the next four years, that's what we did. I became the number one lender in the business banking world in our bank. Um, Loved what I was doing. I worked about 11 months a year, came and went as I pleased. I was helping a lot of people, which I love to do. And in the meantime, the business coach is going, you got to come do this with me. I'm like, I don't know what, like I am a lender. I can crunch numbers and, you know, I can analyze and I can help the, I can ask the right questions. And so as I'm thinking about in my head, I'm like, I kind of am a coach. You know, everybody I've ever worked with, who's I say work with because I'm not a firm believer of work for I like work with 
I've always coached them, either coach them to buy their first house or coach them to excel in their career, right? So over the next four years, like I said, we just had this amazing relationship. We were changing, literally changing the businesses in our community and giving people their life back, sure, which yeah. is my favorite thing. And he kept asking me, come do this with me. And I said, you know, I work corporate America. Like, I love what I do. I make a lot of money. Not interested. This is a good relationship we have until I went to a vacation Bible study. Vacation Bible study. Vacation Bible study. I wasn't in the vacation Bible study. I uh -huh. went to see the program that my grandbabies were in. Nice. Okay. So I'm standing there and some woman puts her hand on my shoulder and she said, is this that crystal? Well, you know, it's kind of an awkward moment because another woman is like, is this that crystal? So I just turn to look over my head and I see out of the corner of my eye, big burly guy. And he goes, yeah, that's her. And she says to me, Kevin, I'm going to quote this. Thank you for giving me my husband and our life back. Oh my goodness. That is, that's awesome. Yeah. So it was in that moment, I was like, I mean, I think I'm changing lives because I'm giving people loans. They can buy new buildings and expand their business. But I was like, this is something bigger, right? So I went back to the office and a couple weeks later, he came to me again. He said, well, I called him. I was like, oh my gosh, that's amazing, right? This is bigger than, this is bigger than, hey, we have good cash flow, we're profitable. I'm not working 90 hours a week. Like he gave them their life back. And so again, he said, you just need to come do it with me. And I said, let me think about it. And I gave him a laundry list of, you know, 10 pages of here's everything I need right, to leave okay. corporate America to oh, come sure. work with you, Mr. One Man Band. Right. And I said, make sure you read everything. And he said, am I signing this? And I said, after you read it, because, you know, I'm not cheap. And, right. <laughs> you know, I got a pretty good deal here. So he didn't read it. He literally went to the last page and signed it and pushed it back in front of me. So whatever you need. So in that moment, I'm excited, but then I never, I never really thought he would do it. I thought he'd say, oh, well, you know, that's a bit much or let's negotiate. Let's talk about it. And he said, when can you start? How about it? That's awesome. Yeah. And that was 12 years ago. Yeah. And that wasn't crystal clear, I assume. That wasn't crystal clear. So I was with them for two years, learned a lot, um, decided that if I'm going to coach people how to run a business, I should probably run a business. Oh, nice. Okay. So what was next? Right. So I ventured out on my own about 10 years ago and started crystal clear business strategies. And the majority of my clients have been with me for 10 years. From the beginning. From the beginning. That's, that's incredible. It's such an honor, right? Yeah. And we just keep building more businesses and more streams of income and they keep working less and, and the families get them back. So let's, let's go back to the, you breaking out on your own. Can you remember the anxiety or how nervous you were? And because this podcast is sometimes about new business owners and mm -hmm. people will listen to it because it gives perspective of other people's challenges. And I think more or less it shows all of us business owners that we're all in the same boat. We're all in dealing Absolutely. with mayhem every day. Right. I so, always say that I, I'm walking this journey with you. Do you like, remember how it went though? Do you remember how I do? Um, so the day I left, <clears throat> I was nervous. I was excited. 
I was concerned about, you know, what are your clients going to think? Like, this is a person who brought you in and kind of brought you up. And I won't go into details. There are just some moral things that I didn't agree with. So I wondered, like, will they stay with me? Will they sure. want to stay with the firm, right? And so I gave them that opportunity. I just said, hey, here's what the next step in my journey is. I'm going to start walking this walk with you. But in the inside, I'm like, what? you know, we have relationships. Are they going to trust me? Are they going to stay with him? Am I going to be able to do this? Like I, like I can coach people to greatness, but no, I, I have to do all the things that I'm coaching them to do. Yeah. It was super scary. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. So then, um, when you get your first couple of clients, how, um, you know, each business owner kind of sets these, whether they write them down or not, these milestones, right? You know, mine was a second vehicle. Mm -hmm. And then hiring a foreman and then painting an airport. I just had that one recently. I got to paint the fuel farm at a very, very small airport, but I checked a box. That's so cool. Just a milestone. Right. You know? And then getting my first five figure project was a milestone. Right. Can you remember any milestones that you had that you were excited about, especially when you caught them? Oh, well, okay. I remember my first client. I called everybody I knew. I was so excited, right? And let me tell you, can I just shared that that was the biggest like rookie coach mistake of my life. It was the <laughs> biggest fail. Can I share that? Yeah, go for it. Um, I think sometimes, you know, people look on the outside as, oh, you're a business owner and, you know, you have all the revenue and you're, you know, just living the life. And the truth is, man, it takes work. It takes blood. It takes sweat, tears in the beginning. So I started working with this company and they said, Hey, Crystal, we just need somebody to help us generate leads. I'm like, well, I mean, I can help you do that, but I'm more of a bigger pitcher coach. You know, I want to work on like, you want to be making passive income at 42 and not have to show up to work person. Right. Right. But I'm honored that you want to work with me. So yes, let's do this. So we built this marketing machine and they were getting about a lead every day. Then I'm getting seven a day and we had built a system so well that they were booking seven a day. So their client base was growing. She was excited. They were blowing up and they were hemorrhaging money. And I was their coach. That's scary. It's painful. It's beyond scary. It's their livelihood, you know, not just their livelihood, but the livelihood of their employees. It's their reputation. It's my reputation. It's my word, right? What I didn't realize was that the business owner didn't know how to price their services and products. That's scary. So we fixed that and they did very well and ultimately sold their business and they're living a great life. That, that, Man. That's, that's really wonderful. And there's so many topics we could talk about, right? Cause, um, setting your price, whether you know it, whether you make it or you offer a service or something like that, setting your price is one of the scariest things. And like, if you build something, mm -hmm. you put pieces together and then you sell it before you set the price, you got to set the wholesale price. And you're like, well, I'm not going to sell it wholesale. I'll just sell them one at a time. But maybe you will. Right. And once you've set your retail price, it's really hard to change it into a wholesale price. Like that's one of the tiniest lessons of, yeah. of, of things to know that you don't always know. Right. And, um, I'm sure working with a coach will, will put you leaps and bounds ahead of where you'd be because of the, of the oversight and the accountability. And, um, 
somebody being outside of the box looking in. Well, yeah, I think as business owners and, you know, I say we, we can get in the weeds, you know, right. the daily minutia and all the stuff that needs to be done, but we don't really have a plan of where we're going. We don't really have a plan. We just get up and just do what we think needs to be done for the day. Right. So it's easy to overlook that stuff. Um, I, I work, I work like I'm friends with so many local mm -hmm. business owners around me that we're all same sort of peer group, same sort of maturity level in business. Right. Every one of them is a different level of success. Yep. Every one of them deals with my friend, Natalie recently called it mayhem. Mm-hmm. The mayhem of day to day, week to week, month to month. Um, she she owns uh, Ortega's Taco Shop. Mm -hmm. and she's just like, got to get the staff right, got to get these guys trained, got to have a pipeline of people coming in. But at the same time, we'll, we'll get it all set up, and then it gets slow for a month, and they're right. like, ah, what happened there? Right. So it's like the mayhem. Same thing with like me and Paint. Before I recently implemented some systems. The mayhem was delivering paint and then we need one more gallon, but it takes 45 minutes to get there. Right. Or the mayhem of only half the crew showed up because the others were out sick or hung over, whatever silliness. Right. We don't really have those problems anymore, but there's a, a mayhem because it, it cascades and dominoes onto the next task, to the next task. And coaching, man, it's, it's, Remi I'd like to say that it reminds you to do the things you should have done three years ago. That, that's right. how it seems to me. It's like, you knew you had to do it. It wasn't a priority. You know, oh, you'll get to it eventually. Right. Or we didn't even know that we should have made sexy. it a priority. It's not, it's making, not, it's not, sexy. It's not sexy. Right. It's not making you it's money. It's not my strength. You're not right. turning and burning and getting jobs <laughs> right. done. You're not like knocking those invoices out. It's, mm -hmm. it's, it's something as simple as having a proper employee manual you right can, we can blow that off for years yes i know i did um and now that i have a legitimate one mm -hmm. um i can be at ease and i can be overly productive in that category that line item of my daily tasks now right. so it's like tell me a success story where the coaching really paid off like, I don't really a simple scale though how can we tell a simple story about that um so I work and this has all the things in it right how do I price how do I place value how do I grow the business without having to do everything myself right right and you said mayhem and I see a lot of that but it, it doesn't have to be like that it can be remarkable and fun and mm -hmm. amazing so I'll give you an example of a client that I worked with. We met and it was her and a couple of her friends on payroll, right? That's what we do sometimes as business owners. We go, you're my friend. You want to come work for me? I'll pay you. Totally. <laughs> right. Yeah. Be because it's so darn scary. Right. And you, and you want to have full buy-in, but man, if somebody was by your side or somebody had a little bit of skin in the game, you can relate to them and you wouldn't be alone. Right. right. <laughs> it can be very lonely. Right. It can be very lonely. And so she had a couple friends that were working. They were, you know, working from, from her house. And I met her out one day and somebody said, hey, what do you do? And I said, I just coach business owners and make the most amount of money in the least amount of time doing only really the things that they love. Right. So they can stop being tied to a J-O-B. 
And that's all she heard. And she came to me. She's like, I need you. I need you. Well, I was floored because that never happened to me. Number one, if you can say something in 30 seconds and somebody wants to work with you and a business owner, again, it's their livelihood. Like, what an honor, right? And a shock. So I was kind of taken back. I was like, oh, you do? Can we just have coffee? I don't even have an agreement with me. Like, again, rookie move, right? So we go grab coffee. And uh, she's like, look, I don't have $1,200 or, you know, $1,200 let alone $1,200 a month. And I said, can I see if I can find it? Because that's what I love to do. I love to go and go, okay, here's the investment in coaching. Let me look at your business model. We're going to do this, this, and this. Found the investment. You're going to get a return. Big scary for both of us, right? Because number one, oh dear God, can, I, can, I, can we really do this, right? It's easy to say on paper. Um, number two, scary for her to make that investment and trust in me. So that was nine years ago. And their gross revenue was about $76,000 that year. Um, she was working like 90 hours a week. One of her first goals was to spend time with her children, which I love. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. And now they have 190 employees. Wow. She works about four hours a month. As huh. of January, she's going to be fully rewired. I don't like the word retired. It sounds sure, funny, yeah. right? I want to rewire my life and go live it. And she's in her 40s. Wow. Right. See, that's an amazing story, It's but it's a little too broad. So what would you say were one or two things that you were able to help her with in her business that really gave her significant pushes forward there's tons of little things mm -hmm. you do that stack up yeah it's all the little things it's never oh i come in overnight and we just change the world it is four thousand two hundred and eighty seven little teeny tiny right basic ba look if i i can't simplify it anymore and i've simplified it. it i keep things so simple because i mean we're business owners and we overanalyze and overthink and want to over deliver and over promise so yeah so simple if I were going to start a new business today or if I owned a business right now, two things. Um, there's so many good things. I'll share some too. When we start, okay. I'll start with one. Okay, start with mine. Bro, just, I know a bookkeeper really seems expensive right now. Right. And I know you're just in your first year, year and a half, and you think you got it squared away. Mm -hmm. And you know you're going to carve out some time when it slows down in the holidays to finish your books and yeah. make it all right. And you won't be distracted by friends and family and other things you got to do on the holidays. So sure, you'll get it done then. Or you can spend that money on a bookkeeper early so when it becomes either a problem or an opportunity having right. good books, you've got it. Bookkeeping is an investment in your business. Absolutely. And it's really hard to see that when you're new. Um, that's one tip I would always give a new business owner. And you know what else there? Dude, I know you're not going <laughs> to listen to me. Okay. But when it happens, I want you to think about me. Right. You don't even have to tell me you think about me. I just want to know that you did think about this conversation in seven years when you're dealing with a state audit. Okay, buddy? Right. <laughs> right. It's, it is. It's the little things that in the in your future self right i'm guessing you wrote that letter love kevin right yeah yeah it's your future self that goes oh, if i'd adjust totally right and that somebody to track those financials and i love that you said um the challenge or the opportunity yeah comes up right you're prepared 
someone's like, someone's like, hey, I want to buy your company. Let me see what your books look like. And you're like, bro, there's no books. Just had one of those. Mm -hmm. Oh, can Mm -hmm. you? Yeah, I can't imagine Mm -hmm. that. That's heartbreak. It is heartbreaking. Or, um, hey, look, I want to sell you the building next to the building you're already in. Mm -hmm. Um, And I really like you. So here's where the price would be. Let's keep this cool between negotiations. Right. But you don't have the books to get the loan. Mm -hmm. Right. What in the world? Right. That's missed opportunities. Yes. Game changer. Yeah. Bookkeeper, yeah. that's a good one. One of mine would be to sit down. I'm going to make it so simple. Sit down and make a list of everything you do. Just right. make a list of everything you do and all the hats that you wear. Right. All the hats that you wear. Detailed list. Detailed list. I answer the phone. I get the mail. I do the recruiting. I do the sales. I am HR. I am CFO. I do the finance. Right? Start there and then take the the least um, skilled right. things that you do. Clump them together. Clump them together. Find it in your budget. Generate the revenue and gift that to someone else. Yeah. You know, I have people that, you know, they're in sales, right? Newer business, they're still doing the sales. But they're still answering their phones, doing their emails, doing their, you know, all those mm-hmm. administrative things. And so, well, what's a new client worth? You know, like, oh, 15000 16000 how long does it take you to get a new client? Mm, about two hours, start to finish. How long does it take you to get the mail and to answer the phones? And they're like, oh, probably 20 hours a week. Mm-hmm. I said, so 10 new clients times 15,000, 150,000. Pretty sure we can find the budget to let somebody else do that for like 30. How about it, right? Right. But at the same time, it's scary. It is so scary. How often do you get pushback from your clients on things that you recommend? I'll give you an example. Um, you want them to fill out some sort of report every week. Mm-hmm. And maybe they're a little too addicted to being in the field or mm-hmm. making sure the work's being done right and mm-hmm. final checking or whatever they're mm-hmm. into. They're not into doing what seems a lot like homework, Crystal. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I liked homework <laughs> when I was in school. And right. I, I feel like you're oppressing me a little bit, right. forcing me to do something else during the day. When have you ever gotten any? I know that's the kind of pushback I gave to my coach. So, right. do you? What are some things you've had pushback on, and eventually they came around? So the reason I pause in that because when I think pushback, um, I actually had a client. We meet virtually. Stand up and throw their headset and walk away and say I'm done. So that's some pushback, right? Wow. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so cash flow. Man, it's hard. I always tell everybody when you hire a business coach, right. it's like getting a second job. You're, I mean, you're already running your business. You're already doing all, wearing all the hats, right? You're already doing the marketing and the sales and all the things, right? Now I'm going to challenge you to not just work on your business, but I'm going to challenge you to work, not just work in it, but to work on it and to growing and scaling and systematize, make it more efficient and give your life back. So in the beginning, it's like a second job, right? Right. And it might even feel like you have three jobs. It could be years, too. It could be years. Shouldn't be years. It might be years, depending on how quickly or slowly you work, right? And what you're trying to build. And what you're trying to build. That's a whole different subject. Right. you got to go where, where they want to go, right? Everybody's different, has different life expectations and the way they want to live. But I remember, and I've got pushback on this a couple times. But cash flow, so a lot of times people say, oh, I use QuickBooks. It gives me a cash flow projection. Well, it's only going to project what you put in it. 
You're not putting nothing in it. Right. I get it. I remember a couple months ago, a client of mine said, how often do you check your cash flow? You do it weekly? And I was like, well, let me put that on my plan for my coach and I to talk about, right? I'm walking this journey with you. So I project cash flow weekly because a lot can happen from month one to month two, right? I might have $10,000 on January 1, February 1, I got 10000 But in the middle of the month, payroll right. came up and I had a dip in line of credit and I'm negative 3000 right? Right. So that weekly cash flow and to be able to track, test, and measure, I get pushed back on that sometimes too. They're like, that's a lot of, that's a lot of work to track. Well, how do you know? How are you going to make strong financial decisions? Well, if I got $10,000, I'll go buy a new you know, printer press or whatever, right? But we didn't plan and project. So in two weeks from now, workman comp's coming up. Yep. Now what are we going to do? Right? So the coming around part, now my companies, we know exactly what day we can hire the next person. We know when we're going to scale. We, we know when the next location's coming in. It's because we track and we test and we measure and we project on a very minute level. And once you do it, that's the great thing about business. Once you do the thing, you've got the system down to build the next system. It gets easier and easier. So what felt like two jobs now feels like half a job now feels like I'm just kind of the president, right? So yeah, do I get pushed back? Yeah. That's really good. You know, I feel like we could really make this a super long podcast because I can keep going and going with all my questions about it, but let's, um, Let's do like two or three more questions okay? and then we're going to break it into like, um, why people need to contact you. Cause it's, it's, it's detailed and heavy, um, content. I feel like yeah. it's, it's, it's not just simple, simple sort of thing. So who's an ideal client for crystal clear business strategies. So I love to work with people who want to work themselves out of a job. Okay. How does that sound? Right. Explain that. So, so typically, it's more broke down. Yeah. Yep. People that have been in business, you know, that three to five year mark, they're still wearing a lot of hats, but they have some people to delegate to, right? They, they understand they're really good at their craft, but the business side of it, how to really structure and grow and scale, it's not really their strength, right? So they've hired a couple people, their friends to go on the journey with them, right? So they have a couple people working with them. Huge mistake. <laughs> Huge mistake. <laughs> Just saying it. I'm, I can mistake. say it. Huge mistake. Huge mistake. Um, maybe not for everybody. You know, I've seen some dynamic works. Sure. Well, we should do a podcast about that. Down the road. To hire or not to hire your friends. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And we'll, we'll bring in we'll bring in case studies too. Okay. Okay. You'll be one. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Husband yeah. and wife teams. Oh, those are fun. Oh, I know. I look forward to having those podcasts mm -hmm. too. They're they're in the docket. I just can't always get them to coordinate. Right. Yeah. They're mm -hmm. the tougher ones. Right. Yeah. So, so, somebody so typically who's... they have a couple employees. Yeah. They want to grow and scale. They they see the bigger picture, or maybe they just need help seeing the bigger picture. Sometimes you explain what scale is. Scale. You know yeah. like, what I mean? Like to say, hey, look, you're this. We could look at something like this, and it, you might be showing them something they never dreamt of. Then that's what usually happens. You know, I have clients that say, hey, I want to be rewired in nine years when the kids go off to college, and I want to live on this this island, and that's the plan that we build, and that's what we did, right? Of other clients that say, you know, I just want to lay at home and watch my soap operas and play with my grandbabies and not have to worry about money ever again. Well, then that's the plan we're going to build, right? Okay. So it's different for everyone. Um, 
forgot your question. No, it's, it's basically who is the ideal. So like what size business or how do you know um, that Crystal's the coach for you? You're ready to grow scale, work less hours, generate more money, not be tied to your J-O-B. You've got a couple people that maybe your friends that you've put on payroll or maybe you've hired a couple people, but you're just not sure about how to systematize that process. You know, we're, we're, we're talking on a level that's too high. I think that most people who own a business are like, you know, sh shut up. I can't work <laughs> less hours. I have to, right? I need all the hours and yep. more to get everything that I want. Right. Then it gives somebody else. Say, what do you mean systems? I already, I have whatever I don't have. I don't need systems. Everything's working contact. fine. You know, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Right. So each one of these things that you're saying that is a business, they're, they're so pie in the sky. If mm -hmm. you're too deep in the weeds. All right. So is there, is there a way where somebody can meet with you to learn whether coaching or coaching with you is the right path for them? Yeah. I love to do complimentary coaching sessions. And look, here's the thing. We're going to have an hour and bring me your biggest challenge or maybe your biggest opportunity you want to capitalize on. We'll talk about coaching, but I love to do those complimentary coaching sessions, an hour of focus and intent. You just say, hey, I own this business here. My challenges right now. Let's work through them. I'll tell you a little bit about coaching. We'll talk. We'll see if it's a good fit. And if it's a good fit, great. If not, you're going to get a ton of strategy, stuff you can implement on your own. That almost seems a little scary. It's a little ego, ego shaking if you have to go in and talk mm -hmm. about uh, your business. Because your business is something you only want people to see the best parts of. Right. Well, on the outside, everything looks great. Mm -hmm. Right? Right. Like I said, you look like the amazing business owner. And it is scary. It is scary to share those truths, but they are the truth, right? Yeah. Business is logic. It's, it's just math. It's just math. Um, well let's, um, go ahead and here, here's the deal. I'm clearly not a business coach. I have business questions and I do work with a business coach. I know other people that work with business coaches. I can say this as a client of a business coach. It has changed my life dramatically in eight months and I have never invested in a more valuable component of my business than what I'm doing with my business coach. That's amazing. So Crystal's right here. She's uh, out of Berryville, right? Right. So getting right open a new office in Winchester, November. That's amazing. So she's not far away. She's someone you can meet with in person. She's offering a one hour complimentary, um, yeah. what does that call it? Like a business analysis or a coaching you analysis? Know, look, I just like to keep it real. We're, yeah. we're just going to talk through what are you great at? What are your strengths? Where are your challenges? And right. What can we do to help you get better? That's it. So imagine that opportunity. You could speak with somebody, you know, no obligation and, and hear, hear yourself talk about your business, hear how you actually sound and whether you're, you sound silly or not, because you know, it's ridiculous or the things you're good at, the things you're bad at, that sounds like a win-win for everybody. Um, so I guess go ahead and pitch how they get a hold of you. Okay. So you can go to my website, Crystal. I got to spell that. Thank you, parents. C-R-Y-S-T-E-L at crystalclearbusiness.com. Go to the website. You can click on the link to schedule a complimentary coaching session with me. Um, you can call me. My phone number is 540-303-0240. Actually, you can shoot me a text. Right on. Shoot me a text. Let's get together and 
That's good. And I'll, yeah. I'll put your information in, in the notes also. I did forget about one more thing I, I definitely wanted to know about. Um, you've written a book or two? Or eight. Eight books. Eight. Yeah, nine's in the hopper. Very good. But give me the breakdown on how that all worked out. Oh, my gosh. So when I left banking, right? Mm, if you could see my face right now. So I wrote kind of a whistleblower book. Oh, boy. On business finance. I should have brought you a copy. I'll get you one. <laughs> okay. Um, it's called Banking Secrets Made Crystal Clear, but on oh, phone. So, so, no, that's really good branding. Thank you, parents. That's no, really good branding, though. So I started there. I just had to get it off my chest and out of my heart. Not that there are a lot of great people in every industry, and there are some not-so-great people in every industry, sure, right? yeah. So when I say whistleblowing book, it does kind of tell you all the behind-the-scenes and how to, everything's negotiable, rate, terms, structure, Right. How to build a relationship. You need a banker in your pocket. That's that the other thing. That is another podcast, Crystal. Oh, my God. I know. It's going to be fun. I know. So excited. So that uh, was book one. So what was book two? Yeah. Oh, gosh. Book two was a book called It's All About Me, which was not all about me. It's all about um, employee engagement. We asked thousands of employee one question. We said, tell us about a good or bad experience you had at work, how it made you feel, and what the result was. That was it. Got thousands of results. We wrote the book, then started opening the emails and said, oh, that validates this. Oh, that validates that. So that was an Amazon bestseller. Very cool. Upon a set. That's awesome. I'm so honored. Like when people read my books, <laughs> it amazes me. That's how I feel about this podcast. I'm like, oh, you listen <laughs> to listen? that? Oh, that's cool. I didn't right? even know. <laughs> or they hire me for their coach. I'm like, really? Me? It's such an honor, it's, you know? It's flattering to have that level of responsibility. Right? It's a very heavy lift. It's a it, lot It's a lot to carry. It, It is. But man, it's so fun. Okay, so you've written books. Several books. Yeah. Several books. Business Coach. What's the website? One more time. Crystal at crystalclearbusiness.com. Got to put the E in the crystal. Okay. Can we talk about Pitch Night? Yes, let's day? do it. Let's do it. Well, no. Let's do Pitch Night. Um closer to in the next one because this one's okay. just long enough and uh and I, we're, we're just bouncing all over the place so okay. let's go ahead and stop this one okay. thanks for being on the podcast you're welcome today's conversation was brought to you by bracken's painting you can find information about bracken's painting at www.brackenspainting.com for all of your residential and commercial painting needs give bracken's a call do you struggle making it through your workouts are you overwhelmed with finding the eating style that is right for you? I'm Emily Garman, and I'm a nutritionist located in Kearneysville, West Virginia at Limitless Physical Therapy. Set up an appointment on our website, limitlessptwv.com. Together, we can have you eating the right foods for your next fitness event. Schedule today at limitlessptwv.com.